people who really need advice, give advice. I'm Nikki, and Esther is wanting away. <laughs> I was gonna oh, say it, and I'm Esther. So, uh, Nikki went to go for a haircut appointment, mm -hmm. and I was having class back at the house, and we agreed that after, she would pick me up from here, and we'd go shopping. So, uh, Nikki comes, all's going well, the whole day's going really well, Nikki's in a really good mood, she's telling me, first of all, she looked amazing. <laughs> I, when I get a haircut, I'm always, like, on top of the world after. She I'm looked amazing. I'm, just, like, in heels, like, yeah. really, like. Yeah. So, she pulls up, and we usually go out from the side entrance of the house, but because the dogs were there, if I was leaving through the entrance, the dogs obviously would try to come with us, yeah. so we didn't want them running out, so I went through the front door, so Nikki kindly pulled in by the front door on the second, like, there's a circle driveway. So she pulled into the circle driveway and to let me come just and say, save me. So I didn't never, have to walk outside. Never again. Never, never again. Again. Will I pull into that circle driveway. And we've spoken about Eugene, my car, you know. I think he's a 2006 Toyota Camry. Um, You know, he he's seen he, better days. He says maintenance required permanently. No, and he there's also always says, tire pressure. Yes, the tire pressure is always low on Eugene. But, you know, he gets the job done, and he's a free car. He was my grandma's car, okay? So let's just put that into... So <laughs> I climb out, and Nikki's parked so close to the snow that I'm climbing in the snow to get into the car. So I get in the car, and we're finally about to go, and she revs the engine, and yeah, that's just what happens. The yeah, engine yeah, revs. We don't go anywhere. Perfect. We're stuck. Yeah, we were stuck. <laughs> the whole back left tire, left or right? Oh, left. I don't know why left and right, so you're asking the wrong person. So right, oh right, 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 right. The back right tire was completely, and the muffler and the whole back of the car for that one corner was completely mounted in, like, on top of snow. And so Esther says to me, she's like, let's call, there's this service, and we'll go a little bit more into the service after, but there's this, like, Jewish service that, like, they, they help people out if they get stuck with car problems, which we'll, we'll tell you a little about that soon, but... Esther's like, let's call them. And I'm like, you know, I'm very stubborn and I hate, like, asking for help. It's like, I'll be in a store and, like, I won't ask for help because I'm, like, so stubborn. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, no, we'll just do it ourselves. So I grab a shovel and I go out of my heels and I'm, like, my cheetah print jacket and I'm, like, shoveling away in my heels. And my <laughs> no, boots. no, but we're not just shoveling. We're having, we have to go, like, get the under snow the and ice from under the car. So from around the tire, the muffler, the whole back. Like, we're sitting on piles of snow, under piles of snow, bending down under the car to see what's like, causing the ice. I'm under the car. We tried pushing the, the car. <laughs> I was like, let's push it. You go drive, I'll push. <laughs> she gets in the car, I'll push no, it. No, it doesn't work. When we first got stuck, do you remember when we first got stuck? You're like, let's just both get out of the car and push. I'm like, Esther, we cannot push it out. You're like, we could probably push it out. I'm like, yeah, because it's on, think about it, it's on ice, so it's slippery, and if you put it in neutral and we give it a little push, it should go, but it didn't. It didn't go. It didn't go. <laughs> so, <laughs> after sitting for 20 minutes, Nikki calls her mom, and what does her mom say? Call the service Esther said. <laughs> so, Esther, you can tell them So, the basically, this is a service, um, it actually, I don't know where it originated, but I know that it's very, like, big in our community where we live because there are a lot of religious Jews and it's basically this like organization of Jews that are trained in how to get help people with their car troubles obviously it doesn't fix the car themselves but like you know if you need a jump start if you have if you need them to change your spare tire for you if you're stuck on the side of the highway like anything like that you run out of gas they'll come and bring you a little bit of gas and they'll fill it up for you you know so like they have this it's just, whatever, they're honestly amazing, and it's so incredible, because, like, these things, like, seeing these people in action, like, make me so proud to be Jewish, mm -hmm. because 
They don't only help Jews, by the way. No, no, no they help it's everybody. It's not a Jew on Jew service. <laughs> it's not Jew on Jew. No, it's just, it's, it's just, really it's just, just a, yeah. a service run by Jewish people. And, like, it's really, really incredible because they were here in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. And I've used them. I know when I used to have Gertrude, I know we all miss Gertrude so much. When I used to have Gertrude, I literally called them on the daily. Yeah. And I even knew they the guys in my neighborhood. They knew who I was. They're like, oh, 34. When I called them, they asked me, they're like, oh, 34, right? Oh, I was like, um. No. No, not 34. Yeah. Sorry, I live in Florida now. But this is my cousin's car. <laughs> but either way, they came in less than he 20 came. minutes. They attached a little, uh, a little, a little like, yellow hook rope. <laughs> he drove. We pressed on the gas. It got us out of the snow. We were he no longer stuck. Out. He's like, you guys want to get out of the driver? We're like, please. He's like, okay, <laughs> I got you. And it's a volunteer put. service, mm -hmm. and it's completely free, which is why it's so incredible, because mm -hmm. it didn't cost us anything. They helped us really quickly and efficiently. He was just, like, in and out, and then he left? And yeah. that was it. He was so, it was so incredible. nice. So we just wanted to give them a little shout out. Yeah, that was incredible. And um, we have videos and pictures of us Obviously. shoveling away. <laughs> sitting in the car like princesses. I said, I told my dad we were calling the service, and he's like, so I sent him a video of us being towed out, and I was telling him later that day, I'm like, shoveled. He's like, all I saw was a video of you guys sitting on your butts, your legs <laughs> in the air, being pulled out. <laughs> my legs were on the pedals. I had to press the gas, I'm just saying. You know, I didn't want to do it. I was too scared. Hi, Carl. Hi, buddy. Stop. He's hugging me. Um, question number one is how do I stop feeling like a failure? I mean, are are you a failure? <laughs> I'm a, no. <laughs> I've definitely felt like a failure before. You've never felt like a failure? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm always like, what have I done with my life? Where am I going? What am I doing? I think everyone feels like fails like a fail there. I've been saying that <laughs> times fast. Go. Feels like a failure. Feels like a failure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't even... as bad as you are. <laughs> the only one I know how to say. <laughs> I don't even know that one. <laughs> how much wood could a wood chicken? You don't know Peter Piper picked the pickle pickle. I know seashells, seashells by the seashore. But I think seashells, seashells. That's what you know. I said it wrong, but I know that oh. line. <laughs> seashells, seashells. I actually thought when I was saying Peter Piper picked it, I thought it was how much wood could a wood chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, anyways, that's literally not the point. The point is, Carl's being cute. Carl's hugging me. <laughs> I think a lot of times people allow themselves to get caught up in the idea of like, I'm a failure. All these things happened to me that have made me a failure. It's a victim or mentality. Exactly. Well, exactly. And it's saying like, you need to take the stuff that have made you feel like a failure and use it to make you into a stronger person and to become the opposite of a failure, which is a wiener. <laughs> a wiener. Okay, I was not sure where you were going with the opposite of failure, I'm not gonna lie. She's like, Esther's like quickly Googling, what's the opposite of failure? <laughs> I agree with you, Nikki, that failure is a mindset, is when you have this mindset of like, oh, why do I keep failing? Because, here's the thing, My, okay, when you're in a place where you're like, I keep failing, I keep failing, I keep failing, um, it's very hard to get out of that place because what's gonna encourage you to move forward as opposed to being like, brought down from the fact that you left? Which is why I would definitely recommend getting yourself into a... Um, set yourself up for success mindset where you basically don't be like I'm gonna finish this assignment two days early or or let's say like your teacher gives you an assignment and like you're struggling with school because you always hand in things late so say okay I have a week I'm gonna finish it within the first day don't say that to yourself because it's unrealistic you're going yeah. from all from nothing to, to everything so what you say is you say on day one, I'm going to look at what I have to do just so that I know. Day two, I'm actually going to start thinking about what it is that I want to write my paper about. Day three, I'm going to start writing. I'm going to get my introduction and my conclusion. And then on day four, five, and six, I will write the last three, 
You know what I'm saying? And like set yourself out times because in that way, first of all, that's a bunch of steps. So even if you don't do the first thing, which is like open the assignment on the first day, yes, you didn't do that. But the next day you can say, okay, today I'm going to do this small step. Now, if you, <laughs> I put the you tiny, look for that crumb. I put the tiniest crumb in my mouth and Coral gets very triggered when I eat because he thinks he deserves to eat everything I eat. So I popped his head up. <laughs> nope. Sorry, continue, sorry. That was You're so cute, though. I know, I want to lick him. I want to lick you on your mouth. So, I would say basically, like, do small things so that, A, it will look much, because once you have, like, a success that you know you can do, because you know, like, for example, like, I'll give you another example with, like, let's say eating right. Like, it's really hard, so, like, a lot of times people will, like, you know, they'll eat right for, like, two, three days, and then on the fourth day, they'll eat a really, you know, they'll really want pizza, and they'll have that pizza, and they'll be like, oh, my God, like, seriously, I always do this. I'm such a failure. I can never commit to anything. Like, don't set yourself up for a lifetime of healthy eating. Say, I know that I could last at least three days eating healthy. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to get healthy for three days, and then I'm going to reevaluate. So then on day three, when you accomplished your goal, you're going to feel like, okay, I did it. I did my three days. I'm so proud of myself. Now, can I go for another three days? Can I go for another two days? Can I go for another one day? Can I go for another meal? Whatever it is that you know you can for sure accomplish, and then just keep extending by one little bit, by one little bit, by one little bit. That's what I think. I think that what you said is 100% right. Like, set yourself up for little goals, little goals. I think that Feeling like a failure is a lot of a mindset and you just need to, you need to constantly remind yourself that you can't let yourself get trapped in your feelings of feeling like a failure because you will never be able to succeed that way because you'll constantly be feeling bad for yourself. I mean, like, if there's anyone who's a big fan of a pity party, it's me. I love a pity party, but there's only so long you could be in a pity party for before you look at yourself and you say, okay, now how am I going to change this for myself? You can't just sit there and be like, every day, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. You need to correct your actions and you need a you know so next question yeah you know that quote from i think albert einstein like hard work is 99 percent perspiration and one percent one percent inspiration yeah it's one percent inspiration 99 percent perspiration which means ooh, ow success is basically mostly sweat mostly sweat as opposed to the inspiration it's not just about being inspired and getting ready it's about the hard work that you're willing to put into it so if you want to feel like a winner you gotta put your work into the you gotta work 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 this out and i think this is the same thing that is the next question which is how do i i have to read it (laughs) (laughs) which is which is, how do you achieve goals that you set for yourself? I made New Year's resolutions and I have not been keeping up with them. I mean, it's the same thing. You have to set yourself baby goals because you, maybe your New Year's resolution goals were, were too much. And I think it's the same thing as like a mindset thing. You know, you, we let ourselves get trapped up. I mean, the whole idea of New Year's resolutions is a great idea, but it doesn't really work for anyone in practice because you're giving yourself an entire year. You're not saying like, oh, for a week. I mean, like, I honestly, I'll be really real with you guys. I made this like think to myself, okay, I'm going to pray for a week. And guess what? I, I wasn't able to keep up with it. And I realized I have to set myself like even smaller goals than that. So like, there's like this nighttime prayer that I always say. And I was like, okay, usually I say half the prayer for the next week. I'm going to say the whole prayer because at that point I'm doing it anyways. Like I need to set myself achievable goals. So you need to make sure that your goals are actually achievable and then 
and then kind of go from there and do baby steps until you reach it. You can't really go from zero to 100. Exactly, because A, we're people, and we all get distracted. We all put importance on different things at different moments. And if you, like, know that you could do it, right? For example, you're already praying, so you might as well just add the last little bit. You know you could do that because you're already there. So if someone like me, let's say, who always forgets that part, you know, I always just fall asleep. For me, it would have to be, like, setting an alarm, to do it and to remember to set that alarm, you know what I'm saying? Each thing is its own step. Yeah. So like, you have to, it's it's like really important to just kind of make sure that you, you, you know yourself the best. And as much as we like to, we don't like to admit it to ourselves sometimes, like we don't like to say like, oh, I can, I can, we like to say like, oh, I could do this for a month. I could do it for mm-hmm. sure. I could do this for a month. Yeah. But if we really thought about it, we knew that it would be a much harder struggle. So it's like, okay, what is an attainable goal right now that I can actually do and succeed? Because again, if you fail at your goal, you're going to be unmotivated to start again. But if you, if you set yourself up a goal that you know that you can keep to and then just kind of extend it if you want or, you know, whatever. Also, guys, you're all constantly asking for the book recommendations. Are we the only ones who don't read? Do you guys read? Like, is that a thing? Is that people a thing that read? people read? What's going like, on? I know that, like, I have friends that read, but I always thought they were weird. <laughs> I really just always thought they were weird. I always thought the the kids that read are weird. They're like the weird ones. They're really weird ones. I really hate reading. Honestly, like, I really prefer visual (laughs) visual effects. I I prefer Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) HBO is fine, too. That's true. That's true. HBO is getting better and better. Let me tell you, every good show that goes off Netflix goes up to HBO. Until your remote works instantly with HBO. Oh, that's true. HBO. I do not love HBO. HBO Max, if you're listening to this. How come I log on for my Roku? It freezes every every time. single time. My lawyer will contact your lawyer. <laughs> Guys, oh my God! Hello, Nikki's Registry, Amazon, and Bed Bath and Beyond. We'll link them down in this week's below. If you guys would like to buy something from the Dark Twisty Fam. Yeah. Send it in. She'll be so, so grateful. Please make sure to write that you're from the Dark Twisted Fam because if you write, like, Christina, like, we're not going to know who Christina is. Like, we'll think Christina, Christina from, from Grey's Anatomy. From Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, she's not real, you know? And, guys, you might get invited to my wedding if you send me a present. You registry. will be invited. You probably will be invited. For, to, so, uh, you know, just the link's down below. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, again, if you want to really win the bid, just send her a ring that's more expensive than her other one. <laughs> yeah, but that one's, like, not attainable, you know? I'm just saying, if you guys are looking for an invite to the wedding of the century... <laughs> okay so yeah you know you guys keep on asking for these book recommendations we don't know because we don't read we're gonna, no they're, they want it from isaac i know I, you know i'm calling isaac right now oh this is actually isaac on the phone he might not answer me he's so mean oh my god if he answers though and he's on the podcast this is hilarious bit we let it ring if he doesn't answer me i'll literally punch him in the face from far <laughs> hello it's disgusting Oh, oh, thank God. Hi, you're on the podcast right now. Um, <laughs> you're on the podcast right now? Oh, hi. Okay. I'm in class right now, but okay. Okay, you're in class and on the podcast. That's great. Basically, people have been asking like crazy, what are those books that, you know how you like got a bunch of books off that like site? Yeah. It's like every week we get a million questions about it. So can you just, first of all, what's the site? Oh, it's just eBay, but you look up, it's, it's called, like, Half.com, See? But, it's, but it's owned by eBay. Okay, but it's not eBay, it's Half.com, you said? Yeah, like, like, Half, Half.com, Okay. you literally just put in books, and, like, you buy them pre-owned. I know, but what, what are some books that you would recommend? Oh, I mean, I don't know what I would recommend, but, like, 
I just decided that I wanted to read, like, books that are regarded as classics. Like? So, like, Catch-22 and Brave New World and, like, Anna Karenina and Grapes of Wrath. Like, just a bunch of books. You can literally Google, like, top 100 classic books of all time and just pick whatever ones sound interesting on the list and just try and read them. But, you know, you could get them for, like, a couple bucks each if you go on, like, eBay and buy them pre-owned. Okay. Great. Yeah, Thank no. you. All right, no problem. Bye. Bye. And that is a wrap. And well, now we can welcome Isaac to our podcast family. Yeah, you guys know that Isaac is real. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like everybody's been asking so many questions about Isaac. Like, do we even get any attention? Like, why do we do this cares. podcast? All they care about is Isaac. I mean, I get it. Like, he is cute. <laughs> it's rude, babe. I mean, it's, it's rude. rude. It's rude. Okay. Last question. Let's do it. Why don't I want my friends to succeed? Sometimes I secretly feel happy when things don't work out for them. I'm sorry they're laughing. And feel really jealous when something good happens. I even sometimes give them bad advice on purpose. Am I a terrible person? The answer to that is yes. I'm I'm joking. joking. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because it's funny. Because, like, I'm trying to, like... Can I be real? Yeah. Can I be real? real. You're not a bad person. You could do bad things. Maybe sometimes when you do those things, yes. it's bad. If you give bad advice to a friend, it's it's if it's wrong. Yeah, giving, but giving bad advice on purpose is not. But it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person to do. You happen to just be a funny person because I think that's funny. That's why I'm laughing. That's hysterical. Like imagine my friend giving to me for advice, and I'm like, I don't want them to have good things, so I'm obviously going to give them bad advice. That's hysterical. Yeah, I honestly listen. I think jealousy is real, man. Like jealousy is a part of our world. It's never going to be rid. People are jealous of. The grass is always greener on the other mm-hmm. side, right? You know? So I don't think that it's wrong to, like, be jealous that your friend is succeeding in something. When it comes to, like, a malicious place of, like, they're, you're, you're they're giving them bad advice. Or, and, like, they're, they're relying on you and you're giving them the wrong advice. It's just, like, they're not going to trust you if they find out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, they're not going to respect that. Because, exactly, they're coming to you as a friend. So, like, listen, I've been jealous of my friends before. I'm not, like, I'm guilty of this as well. Like, exactly. So, I would say that what I kind of just try to tell myself is, like, when I'm upset that something worked out for someone else or because maybe it didn't work out for me or maybe I didn't even think about that and I wish I did, I I just, like, push those thoughts away and be like, this is my friend and I I would want her to be happy for me. So, I'm just going to try to be happy for her and kind of just, like, push the, I really just recommend pushing the thoughts away because you know that deep down inside you are actually happy for them. You're just a little jealous and the jealousy is what's the, the negative part. So you kind of want to like, just say like, yeah, I might be jealous, but like, that's okay. It's normal to feel that way. But like, I don't want to, I don't want it to be jealous of my friend because jealousy is really just like a negative emotion that really brings a lot of negativity into the world and into people's luck. And I actually like, I have a friend that she was going to make a YouTube channel. She's, like, the funniest person in the whole world. I really have been begging her to make a YouTube channel forever now. And she said she won't because coming with... She's, like, going with a YouTube channel, there's a lot of opportunity for people to see her and be jealous of her personality or the opportunities she gets or even the way that she's able to pull off clothes. Like, I'm jealous of that, you know? Yeah. So, like, she was saying, like, those things, like, she's like, I don't need that negativity in my life where people could be jealous of me. And I kind of respected that. I mean, I thought she was crazy, but I kind of respected it in that way because... Jealousy does bring negativity, and, like, you don't want to... Even if you're jealous, you don't want to send those negative vibes to your friend, you know? And I just want to say, like, when it gets, like... Like you said, jealousy is so normal, but when it gets to the point where it's really affecting your life, and it's affect... Because this is going to affect your friendships. Like Esther said, if they find out, even if they don't find out, the more bad advice you give them, like, the less they're going to want to come to you with things. So it's going to affect... It's going to affect your friendships. And once jealousy gets to the point where 
that's literally affecting your friendships with people, that's when it's really time to look back and just be like, okay, I know that I feel away, but like, I don't know how many times I've said this on the podcast, but it's time to check myself before I wreck myself. Like, really just like, like sit with yourself and be like, okay, I know that I'm jealous of them, but I have to realize that this is, it's irrational. Whatever I'm feeling is irrational. Yeah. You know? You, you can't talk yourself out of the jealousy because it's an emotion, right. but you can logically tell yourself exactly. what you what you would like to be feeling or how you would like to react to a certain situation. Exactly. That's and what I mean. I would say, like, fight with yourself. If you're yeah. thinking about giving bad advice, like, fight with yourself a little bit. Like, in your mind, like, be like, should I, should I, should I, you know, devil and, and angel. Start, start talking to yourself in public. Yeah. People will feel bad for you. They'll give you money, like, because they'll think you're homeless on the street. No bad advice. No, that's great advice. Great advice. <laughs> <laughs> so we can walk down the street. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I think we should get our car stuck again and, like, maybe people will, like, come off. <laughs> they did offer to help. We did have some offers from the men on the streets. It was one man. He kept circling around. He was like, can we help you? We were like, no, nah, we're okay. He's like, can, can I help you? Again? Can I help you? And then he started turning around. I'm like, oh, no, he's coming to help us. We don't want your help. <sighs> but... Yeah, I think that's when it really gets to a point where, like, I, I'm not, I don't think you're a terrible person, but when it starts getting to the point where it can affect how your you're friendship relating. with people, your relationship with people, that's when, because cause how far, like, how long in life could you go like this? You know, there's always going to be things to be jealous about. Exactly. About. You, there's, oh, jealousy is going to be here always, so, like, you just don't want it to take control over what you're actually doing because you don't want to ruin your chances of actually getting to feel happy for your friend or exactly. whatever, you know? Exactly. So. Like, you guys don't think I'm jealous that Nikki has the cutest dog in the world? And I, I, I really do. I think say, about stealing him all the time. I, I almost ran away just, while she was out yesterday. I literally almost just took him and left with her car. And I was literally going to say that, like, you know, Esther told me that she's really jealous of Isaac because she always thought that she was going to marry me. And, like, I understand that. And it's <laughs> You're, like, trying to think. You're like, I see that. I was like, what am I jealous of Isaac about? I was, like, literally in my head. <laughs> you know, and I, and I understand because, like, you know. Who wouldn't want to marry you? in the position that you're in right now? But, um, you know, but, but, but if I was so jealous to the point where Isaac came to me for advice and I gave him bad advice and then he and Nikki ended up breaking up and I ended up marrying Nikki, it would have been worth it. <laughs> I'm just saying. So give people bad advice. <laughs> and that's literally what we do. That's what this podcast is, is where we give people bad advice. But we're not doing it from jealousy. That's though. true. Okay. So we have a, a real great story. So, um, we're going to read it. Okay. So, someone said, said, sent in a story that said this. I don't know why I keep, like, practicing stories. Your boyfriend's parents making you sleep in the basement just reminded me of a story of one of my ex's neurotic parents, and this one is even more neurotic, I swear. I was on a road trip with my boyfriend at the time and his family. His mom was driving one car and his dad was driving the other car because there was a lot of stuff filling up in the car. On the way there, all my boyfriend's siblings, siblings drove down with his dad and me and my boyfriend drove down with his mom. We didn't get any alone time on the trip. One day when my boyfriend's family went hiking, we pretended that I was sick so that we could stay behind and he could take care of me. That's in quotes. We left to go hiking and about a half hour later, we and his mom started banging on our bedroom door. They had forgotten their national park passes and she drove de- she drove back to get them and heard us having through the door. So we quickly got dressed and hid in the bathroom out of embarrassment. And he and he opened the door and his mom started yelling at him about how rude it was that we ditched the family trip to have and she was furious at him that she had brought that she had brought him on a nice trip that cost a lot of money and he was wasting it. She said that I was invited to come as a courtesy and we were not allowed to ditch family events together. And that they had already paid for the hiking passes and the activities for the day, so it was extremely disrespectful of us to waste their money. She said that we had to get dressed and go on the hike right now. Oh my god. Oh. 
So I had to go on a hike with his family right after that, and it was so embarrassing. After that incident, his mom made us drive in separate cars because she was so mad at us. What did she think you guys were in the car on the way home? Oh my goodness. <gasps> Um, on the way home, and I somehow ended up in his mom's car alone while my boyfriend drove in his dad's car with his siblings. So for hours, I had to be in his mom's car after she heard us have and it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life. When we broke up a year later, the one thing that really helped me get over the breakup is that I could never have, that I would never have to see his mom again. That is nuts. That story, honestly, like, I've just, never heard just a more embarrassing story. Hearing, just them hearing is, like, one thing, but the fact that... You but you have to be sick no, and the hiking pass. No, alone in her mom's car with her on the way home. Oh just the two of them. Oh my god, that was a great story. Thank you so much. That, that is just a great story, and I, I appreciate that. So, wow. thank you for your embarrassment. So, he's good. Um, that's Listen, that's it. why the story happened, because right. we needed to hear it. Exactly. So, that's it for this week's episode, everybody. Alrighty. Um, I really hope you enjoyed. If you guys have questions, if you have advice for us, if you... What the hell's it go? <laughs> if you guys have questions, if you have advice for us, if you have a story to tell us, anything at all, you can DM it to us on Instagram or you can... What is wrong with me? Okay. All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. If you need advice, if you have any questions, if you... What's wrong with me? If you like... say it. Okay. And that's it for this week's episode, guys. If you have any questions, stories, or advice for us, you can submit it on our anonymous submission form down below or DM it to us on Instagram at darktwistypod. D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D. At gmail.com or on TikTok. You can check it out. Yes. Okay, guys, I posted such a cute TikTok of me and Isaac. Um, I'm also going to link that with my registered couple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, watch the video and then see how cute we are and in love we are and then get us presents. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it. And